Hey, and welcome to episode one of the Tequila Collective. I'm your host, Rob, and with me is my co-host and brother, Jack. Hola. I'm excited to be doing this show, Jack. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we're going to try a lot of different bottles of tequila and, and get you into some more tequila. I'm excited, too. I'm uh, ready to float this boat down the river. <laughs> well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know you're not really a tequila drinker. What what do you drink? I'm a hardcore whiskey man. Are you? Not really. I like to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. I, I haven't found... I actually know a couple of people who are beer drinkers, and I'm trying to get them into tequila as well, but I haven't found anything that quite resembles tequila. Uh, but I, sent, I figured since this is our first show, we would start kind of with just a very simple, well-known tequila that we could taste and talk a little bit about briefly, um, just to kind of ease everybody into the show. How does that sound? Sounds good. Are you, are you talking about this bottle of Don Julio? You mean Don Julio? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, that's what I brought to the table today. Um, we got a bottle of Don Julio Reposado. This is actually a bottle I picked up when I was in Cabo a couple years ago. Um, and you may have noticed it is a liter bottle. I don't know if you speak Spanish, but it is a liter bottle. Um, says it in Spanish on the bottle. And uh, one of the reasons why I brought this to try first is obviously Don Julio is very well known. Um to most tequila drinkers. I'm assuming you've heard of Don Julio. Yeah, I've heard of Don Julio, but it's usually <laughs> the shit that you drink at like a, a high school party, you know, or something. I mean, it's something you, not top shelfy. Yeah, I mean, Don Julio is it's a well-known brand. That's one of the things that I like about it for a beginner tequila and that's why I brought it today. Um you can buy Don Julio pretty much anywhere. You can get it at a grocery store, liquor store, Total Wine, BevMo, Costco even sells it. Um, so basically wherever you can get alcohol or tequila, they're going to have some type of Don Julio. Wherever so, alcohol is sold. Wherever alcohol is sold, basically, uh, they sell Don Julio. Um, and I think that's important because one of the barriers to entry when starting to drink tequila is being able to find certain bottles. Um you're, you're looking at me. Funny. I was going to say importante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might, we don't speak Spanish, but we may learn. Um, maybe. Maybe. So that's why I brought the bottle of Don Julio. Don Julio is actually, it's got quite a history. The, the distillery was started um, in 1942, hence why they have Don Julio 1942 uh, by Don Julio Gonzalez. Um the distillery has been around, like I said, since 1942. Actually, I think they they built the distillery actually in 1947. Um, and they started out with these like shorter bottles because it was different than the tall, you know, like wine type of bottles that they um, normally kept tequila in, I guess. So that's where after Don Julio saw that all these bottles of tequila all resembled the same like wine bottle shape, he figured he was going to kind of like smushes down and make it the short stout tequila bottle that, that you now associate with Don Julio. Um, what I find interesting about Don Julio is that 
they pretty much run the gamut, whether it's, you know, a Blanco that I think you could get for like 20 something dollars all the way up to Don Julio Real, which is last time I checked around $400 a bottle. Well, that Blanco is what I'm used to seeing at like, you know, like I was saying a high school party, even though I haven't been at high school for almost 12 years now, but it's the <laughs> thing I remember like people were saying, Oh, I got a bottle of Don Julio for my, my dad's liquor cabinet or whatever. And it was just like, you know, some yeah. garbage fire water. Yeah. I mean, it's very basic. Um, I would say Don Julio is not the, the lesser expressions, meaning, the Blanco Reposado, they're, they're not great, but they're not bad. Um, so today we're going to try some. So if you want to go ahead, Jack, and pour us a little bit, um, let's go ahead and do that. We're going to drink it neat, which on the website, it suggests that you either drink it over ice or you drink it in a cocktail. And again, we're drinking the Don Julio Reposado. Um, Ooh. I believe this comes in a 750 milliliter bottle for around like 40 ish dollars, which really isn't that bad. Um, I would say maybe for what it is, it's a little bit on the expensive side, but what's cool about the Don Julio from the Reposado, Blanco and Yeho, um, all those bottles you can get anywhere from a 50 milliliter all the way up to one one and three-fourths liters. And 50 milliliters, a tiny little baby bottle of like a, right. basically like a shot of alcohol. Right. But what's cool is that you can You can get, try it. Yeah, you can try it. You can get a 375 milliliter, which is, you know, half a regular size bottle. 750 milliliter, I've seen a liter, which is what I have, which I think is kind of rare to find. Um, like I said, I found mine in Cabo. Um, but then you also have the, the, the big, the big handles, uh, one and three fourths liters. Um, but what are you smelling, Jack? Well, first of all, when I opened the bottle, it, it smelled like caramel. Like when somebody's cooking caramel, like in a candy store or like in a kitchen, I don't know if you've ever cooked caramel, but I have, it, it smells very sweet, very vanilla-y. You can definitely smell like a deep, intense sugary flavor, like almost like a sugar cane. Yeah. And it's got a nice light, like uh, almost like a beigey color to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to drinking Blancos, which are, you know, just white right. Blanco. Yeah. <laughs> and so to see something with a little bit of color is kind of nice. I don't, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. It smells really good. I'm used to pretty shitty tequilas. So, well, this is definitely going to be middle of the road. Just a little bit more info before we take a sip. Um, what you're picking up is going to be from the, American white oak barrels that it's aged in. Well, that makes sense. The Reposado is aged for eight months, and if you are new to tequila, it smells woody. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pick up a little bit of that oak, but that's also gonna be where the vanilla and the caramel comes from. Um, and like we're saying, if you're new to tequila, um, there are a few different expressions or years or I'm sorry, time that a tequila is typically aged. If you're thinking about a Blanco, that's going to be your clear tequila, and those are going to either go straight from the still straight into a bottle, or it's going to be aged for up to a month. A Reposado is going to be aged for a month to about 12 months at the longest. Um, That's legally the the longest amount of time a Reposado can be aged for, and then you have an Añejo, which is going to be one year, 12 months to three years aged. Um, and then you have anything longer than that is considered an extra añejo. There are a couple of variations or, or exceptions to the rule, 
but that's typically the rules on uh, the aging process and what the name uh, is given to when those different tequilas are aged certain lengths of time. Um, anyway, let's give it a shot, Jack. I like what you're what you're picking up on the nose. Um, I would agree based on well, what you're saying. <laughs> It's, it's, it's good. It's not bad. It's not great. It's good. It's really smooth. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. It's got, it's got a way different tasting note in the front than it does in the back. Yeah. It's, you definitely get that, that it's, it's interesting because it's a slightly sweet vanilla is what I pick up at, at first. And then it kind of like tapers off and you get that alcohol on the back end, but it's not, it's, it's like an alcohol oaky flavor on the back end, but it doesn't burn. Yeah. Which is nice. What I was going to say is that in the front, it's meaning like when it hit, literally hits my tongue, I get that sweetness. I get that vanilla caramel flavoring. And then it hits the back of my mouth and it it literally tastes like like bitters like if you've ever had bitters mix, yeah. you know like the alcohol mix it tastes a little bit like that so it's a little tart and a little little almost like wood smoke a little bit like like uh, charred wood yeah again that's going to be the the oak barrels that it's aged in for 8 months it's really good and you're right it doesn't burn at all and i'm used to alcohols that burn cuz right. i don't really buy expensive alcohols but Usually, that's why I usually drink beer, but this is really, really smooth. Yeah. Like I said, for, for what it is, it's the perfect, I feel like it's the perfect beginner tequila, whether you have never had tequila before and you want to, you know, just have something to sip on or make a cocktail with, or, you know, drink over ice. You can, you can drink it. It's so, however you want. It's so versatile. I mean, it's great at room temperature. I yeah, bet it's even better at the suggested drinking way with the, you know, a big ice cube. Yeah. I mean, f for me, in I, my opinion, for me, I'm, I'm, I prefer to try everything neat because I feel like that's how you get the truest form of the, of, you know, the juice, so to speak. Um, I mean, that's basically what it is. It's just, uh, agave, agave juice. juice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I would rather, I would rather drink it neat to get the truest, the, the truest form out of it. Um, I, to me, to drink it over ice, I think it would be enjoyable, but I wouldn't be drinking it to savor it. I think at that point, I'd probably be drinking more to just get drunk. Uh, but See, like, I, I like my drinks a little cool, cooler, colder. Yeah. So over ice would be more preferred for me. But it's, I mean, to be able to drink it neat, like I just drink my three sips or whatever, it it's really good. Yeah. And again, it's it's a great beginner tequila because it's so versatile. You can drink it however you want. Um, and even if you don't like it, if, if you, if you buy this first bottle, it's not that expensive. And if you like it great, you can move on from it and you can build off of this foundation of the Don Julio Reposado. Or if you absolutely hate tequila and you're like, I screw this, I don't want to drink tequila. You can make margaritas with this and not feel bad because a bottle is like 40 bucks. Yeah. So it's really, and if you went to uh, a restaurant and got a, and got two margaritas, it'd be $40 anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Well, who knows? Depends it's on what nice. kind of margaritas you're getting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, in terms of a rating, 
how do you how do you feel about this? Or actually, you know what? I will go first, um, and that way you can sit a little bit longer. With well, it. what's what's our rating scale going to be? So this is how we're going to do our rating from here on out. For those curious, if you want to if you want to rate your bottles of tequila the same way we are going to rate them, we're going to do it on a scale of it's basically a scale of zero to 100. Um, but whatever you get, you can move the decimal place over one and then have just a zero to 10 number is how I like to do it. Um, so for me, I like to give, I like to give a, a zero to four score for the smell Four score, a zero to four score. And seven years ago, uh, zero to four for the taste or the flavor and then a zero to two score based on the presentation of the bottle and whether or not I would drink it again or recommend it to somebody, however you, you want to interpret that. For me, on the smell, let me get a let me get a smell of this. I really like how this smells. I I would say, you know, I would say probably like a three point three point two. Is how I like is how I think about it. Um, in terms of flavor, I would say it's pretty middle of the road for me. So probably like I don't know, probably two point five. I think is good enough. Um, you know, it's not not crazy good, but it's not bad. Um, and then on presentation or, you know, whether or not I would drink it again, recommend, I would give it a two, um, out of two, just because it's a good bottle. Yeah. It's really solid. So what did I say? A 3.2, a 2.5 and a two. So that's 4.5. That's 7.7. I think that's, that's a pretty solid score. I mean, this yeah. is our first rating. I don't want to be like too, no, you don't want to, it's a 10. Yeah. I don't want to be that's too, a 10, that's a 10 right too there. aggressive out the gate. Um, but I think I think it's a good bottle. It's definitely worth having if you're if you're new to tequila. I love the way this smells. It does smell pretty good. It's, it just smells like like candy. You know, like like it smells like candy and candles and like just like fresh, like yeah. vanilla bean. Like it smells like you know sugar cookies. <laughs> it's just got such a good smell to it. Um. I just I want to keep smelling it. I'm savoring my last sip because the smell is just so good. Well, I do have a lot more left in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I try not to get wasted today uh, on a Wednesday at four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so smell out of four, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would give it a three six. Okay, I really love the way it smells, and the smell is inviting. Yeah, to. It invites my nose to my mouth party and makes me want to drink it. And when I take when I took my first sip, I was really uh, pleased with the flavor. It had a really like sweet flavor, like I said. It tasted very vanilla. -y. It almost tasted like drinking um, uh, vanilla extract <laughs> a little bit. In the in the front, you just drink that. Well, straight? I've, I've tested vanilla extract before okay. to see how it tastes, and uh, to me, that's a good thing because it's got a, a nice sweet front flavor and it's got a nice finishing note in the back of my mouth palate whatever you want to call it sure um and it just it it's a good it's a good drink and out of four on um, taste 
Um, I would say three one. Okay. So. And remember, you're. This is like the th- what the third tequila you've ever. Like, this is like the tasted. third good tequila I've ever had. Otherwise, I was drinking some terrible stuff before this. If okay. I ever had tequila, or if I've ever had a margarita. Yeah. Um, so we got three point six on the sm- on the aroma. Or was the it three six or three seven? I think you said three six. All right, we'll go with three six. And then three one. And on then the three taste. one on the flavor. Yeah. So we'll go on the palate. So we're at six seven. Um, which is how tall I am. <laughs> um yeah right uh and then the bottle presentation not a fan of brown glass <laughs> okay. i don't know why i don't love brown glass so it's Remember kind too, of it can be you can the 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 last two points are kind of for interpretation i i yeah. say they can be you know it could be presentation here's it how be i'm looking at it recommend it. it it's all it's all that's it's all subjective obviously but that's the most subjective so here's how i'm looking at it i'm giving it like one full point for like i would see that bottle in the store and that's like my eyes going straight there okay and then i'm giving it one full point for like i would say somebody drink this because this stuff's amazing um for my one full point basically for the would you drink this because it's amazing i would give it a, a 0.8 Okay. Basically. Okay. And then for the bottle, I'd give it like a 0.5. So, you know, a, okay, so a, a 1.3. One, three. So we were at 6, 7 plus 1.3. That's 7.4. What did you say? 6, 7? Sorry. 6, six 7. How was I thinking? Three, that's 8 points. 8 points. So 8.0. And what did I say? 7.7? 7. Something like that. Yeah. We should probably start writing these things down. Probably. <laughs> Uh, but they're it's recorded the, now. We'll figure it out. It's the first first episode. episode. We'll, we'll we'll write them down. I got another another uh, thought is that I really love a cork in a bottle. So this Don so, Julio, I, I know you're going to explain it, but this Don Julio doesn't have a cork, and so when you open it, it has like a little pour top, which is actually great. I like that a lot because then you can easily pour and not over pour yourself, or you can you right. know, pour whatever you want. It's a little easier to pour, but I like that cork sound when you pull it out. It's like when you get a nice bottle of whiskey and you uncork it and it's just like it feels good. So to have a screw off top with this, it's it really affected my score. Also, I don't love a brown glass bottle. Um, but what is what's the reason for this one having a screw top versus the, the cork top? So honestly, I have no idea why this bottle has this kind of top. It it has the wood, the the traditional wood top that you would see on any which is uh, nice. That, feel, that feels good. But for some reason, it, it, it's a screw off, and I and I don't know. I, I've noticed this a lot actually with bottles because I have about I want to say four or five bottles that I purchased in Mexico the last time I was in Cabo, and they come they a lot of times they come as a, with a screw off top, but they have this little mechanism in it which you see usually like on alcohol bottles that. Um, you find at an actual bar, like at a restaurant or something like that. Like what they're pouring all night long. Yeah. And it, and it's like a regulator in a sense, like it, it regulates how much liquid comes out of the bottle as it's being poured. I don't know why they sell it like that in Mexico. One of my friends told me that it's because it needs, they need to be slowed, slowed down in Mexico because they drink so much. But I think that might just be him. <laughs> Talking about Roberto. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that is true, but I don't think that's the case um, because I feel like that would be the case for everybody everywhere. Um, but I don't know. I, I think uh, I kind of like it, but at the same time, I know what you mean about not having the actual cork and and the pop sound. 
Um, but I've noticed that with bottles that I that I purchased in Mexico. So maybe that's just a, a thing that they do in Mexico for whatever reason. Um, and here they sell them with corks, or maybe it's just on a couple bottles that I purchased that that just happens to be the case. Uh, but it's something I will definitely look into because now I'm curious because I never really think about it. I just pour it when I when I open this bottle. Um, but yeah, I think this was a good first review. I think. Um, to wrap this episode up, I think if you are interested in tequila, Don Julio Reposado is a great, great bottle to get for your first time. Um, you've had Blancos, you said, right? Yeah, I've had a couple of Blancos. And the thing about that's if you're wondering, like, why am I not recommending a Blanco? Are you are you wondering that? Uh, I, I was getting pretty, uh, wondering. <laughs> um, the reason I'm not recommending that is the first bottle to buy from my experience, at least is when you, when you start with a Blanco, they are very harsh in a lot of senses. Now, not all of them are, but usually if you're buying a Blanco and it's your first time buying a bottle of tequila, you're not buying the expensive stuff that's traditionally better. Not to say that expensive bottles are better, um, cause I've had some expensive tequila that doesn't taste so great. Um, but in general, a Blanco is going to be the closest thing to the agave plant. So it's going to be a little harsh, um, on the palate. It's going to be a little bit more alcohol forward. Um, aging alcohol generally takes the, uh, the sting right. out of alcohol. So. Exactly. So by having a reposado, a reposado is not going to be as expensive as something that's aged a little bit longer, like an Añejo or an extra Añejo. Um, you're also going to get some of that agave flavor, which you wouldn't get in a more aged tequila, uh, which I think is important for, you know, your foundation of starting to drink tequila. But I also think, uh, that a reposado is very versatile, uh, as opposed to a Blanco that is more traditionally used when taking shots or mixing, um, and, it's more versatile than an añejo, which is very much like you need to just sip on it neat to really enjoy the flavor. With a reposado, you can do anything. And again, with Don Julio, you can buy this anywhere in almost any size. Um, so whether you want a 50 milliliter for like $4 and you just want a little taste of it or you want a huge fucking bottle, <laughs> you can get those too. Um, and yeah, I think, I think you can't go wrong to start with the Don Julio reposado. Um, and I think that wraps up this episode. Do you have anything else to add, Jack? It's really good. Jack says eight out of 10 recommend. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, take Jack's word for it. Eight out of 10. He is the newbie and, uh, it's a good score for my first one. Nice yeah, round, solid number. I think so too. Um, next week I will have a new bottle for us to try. It's going to be a little bit, uh, beyond what is good for a beginner in the tequila world. But I think that's good now that you got a little bit of a taste, we can dive in a little bit deeper and then maybe we'll pull back in a couple episodes. But thank you for listening to the first episode of the tequila collective. Uh, if you have questions, or comments, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore tequila collective. Um, and I appreciate you listening to the show. We will talk to you soon. Enjoy your alcohol, kids. Bye.